host here at Anchored. I am so glad you have chosen to join us this morning or this afternoon, whatever uh, time you may be tuning in. And I trust that we have a treat for you today. Let me remind you that Anchored is a new ministry of Peoria Christian School where we normally gather the PCS Bible team to provide some biblical commentary on the current conversations in the culture. But today we have a very special guest who I think will provide some unique insights and just her thoughts into Christian education. You'll hear a little bit of her story. And it's always a privilege to have a PCS alum uh, back on campus, back at our old stomping grounds to share a little bit of insight of what the Lord has been doing in her life. So, Summer, I'll go ahead and let you introduce yourself to uh, our viewers and welcome to Anchored. Thank you. Yes, my name is Summer Rushley. I used to be when I was here as a student. Now I'm Summer Park. I got married. Um, and I live in Peoria. We, um, I went to U of I and lived there for about 20 years. And then we recently moved back to the area about a year and a half ago. So okay. it's good to be here. Good to be back in <laughs> my old alumni. Fantastic. Yeah. Returned uh, back to where it all started. So um, Summer, tell us a little bit. So uh, how many years were you at Peoria Christian School for? And maybe just what type of impact uh, did you experience here at PCS? Sure. So I came my freshman year of high school. And I will be honest, you know, I was um, not really looking forward to coming. Mm -hmm. So my parents had sent my little sister ahead of me about a year. And then she came in at second grade. She had Mrs. Wheelie, actually, as her teacher when she first came in. Mm -hmm. And she just had a great experience that first year. So they came to me and said, Summer, I think we want to send you to the school, to Peer Christian. And, you know, I was an eighth grade student. There was just no way I was going to go to a different school. My dad sat me down and said, I'll just let you choose. Should you choose to go, we'll send you if you don't choose to go. And for whatever reason, I don't, um, well, looking back on it now, I know that God was working, but I decided to go. And I said, you know, I think I'll give the school a try. So I came my freshman year. And um, at the time, you know, as a high school student, you're not really thinking that this is going to be impactful for you or life changing or anything like that. So I just remember walking into the school and probably that first week, it was very clear to me that this was a different place and the people were different and everything seemed um, more, I don't want to say like wholesome, but more, there was just less inappropriate discussion sure. going on, you know, yeah, I can or imagine. It, yeah, yeah. it just wasn't the same as public school. Sure. So, and I felt very comfortable in that environment, even though I think as a high school student, I probably wouldn't have admitted to that, but it felt okay. Um, and it felt like someplace I could trust the people that were here. Um, and I just started paying attention. So I just started kind of watching things and watching how people interact. And um, yeah, it was very telling that I was in a different place. Sure. Well, I can I can somewhat sympathize with that. I I went to public high school my whole life until I went to Moody Bible Institute, and now having the privilege of working here at Peoria Christian School, 
Um, I mean, even though uh, it's been a little bit of time since you walked the halls, I can definitely see uh, a difference, even just obviously the, the students in a Christian context, but even just some of the teachers. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and I just, I recall my teachers, I went to Moline High School, like they were good people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, never had a, a conversation about Christ. Yeah. Right at yes. school, never oh, had yeah. a teacher say, let me pray over you. Uh, just the difference it makes to have teachers who you can tell are committed yes. uh, to Christ and to their students really makes the difference. And let's talk about the teachers for a second here, because I'm sure um, <laughs> if there's any listening, I'm sure they're they're leaning in and they're I saying, I recognize know. that summer. I know. I don't um, know if they would yeah, want to talk I'm about I'm sure me. they were like, man, she was the perfect student. If only everyone I was not. I have be. such a story about Mr. Fox. Oh, he Mr. Was, Fox. I know. I would love to hear that. Well, I um, it's so funny, and I don't even know if he remembers doing this. And I don't know if he still does this, but we were seniors and we were in Bible class. And I remember him saying to us, when you leave the building, make sure, or when you leave school, when you graduate, try your best to leave everything here. Mm. So don't take anything with you. Mm. Don't take, just make things right, you know? And as a high school student, I, you know, I was a Christian at the time, but I had remembered, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell this stuff. So you might have to ask. <laughs> You're good. You're good. We'll, we'll make this section it's specifically not that bad, for our paid viewers, right? No, no for sure. Well, we'll see. I might edit this out later. We'll find out. You might. Anyway, he said, just don't leave anything there. Well, when I was a sophomore, I had taken a class and I had cheated in this class. And wow. I cheated pretty, like, it wasn't just like a... I looked over at someone else's paper. It was a pretty profound cheat. Okay. And um, it would have impacted my grade for sure. Okay. So I was not a Christian believer at the time. And I would even say my senior year, I was saved by that point, but not overly committed. But anyway, he said, make sure you make everything right. And he probably said this at the beginning of the year, thinking that we would give this some thought and get this done before we left. So I'm walking out of the building on the very last day, dismissal, seniors are, are going on our class trip, you know, graduation, everything is done. And I ran into the teacher that I had cheated oh, in boy. his class. I did. And I walked, <laughs> I walked up to this poor man. And I, he's not here anymore, I don't think. And I said, I get, I got to tell you something. <laughs> he just looked at me like, what, oh, you know? Boy. And I said, Mr. Fox told us that we're supposed to make everything right before we leave the building. And I cheated in your class. Bad, real bad, <laughs> and I just wanted to tell oh him before goodness. I leave. How, how did he react? Oh, he was like, I could tell he didn't like it sure, at all, sure. and I'm wondering if Mr. Fox heard about it later. Yeah. Now looking back as an adult, and he just said, well, I mean, what can I do about it now? The school year's over. Right. The grades are submitted, you know, right. and I sure. just said, I'm really sorry. I'm <laughs> really, really sorry I cheated. And sure. But I remember that because I thought about that, you know, later on in life. First of all, I've thought about that experience of being able to leave things here, yeah. number one. And then that experience of, if I still had that on my conscience, would it have bothered me um, looking back at my high school experience? Or um, is as I'm going into like continuing education and getting into college and those things, do I want to have that same kind of experience of having to go back and make something right, mm-hmm. you know, that I should have done or shouldn't have done? So. Um, yeah, I appreciate Mr. Fox for doing that. <laughs> sure. Even though now it's kind of comical to look back. On yeah, it, yeah. I'm sure in the moment it was probably <laughs> tedious and nerve wracking. Yeah, oh, and... I was scared. I was yeah. so scared yeah. and I was scared to approach this teacher, but. 
I was going to say, I, I, I'm sure I never have students cheat in my Bible class. At least I haven't had any bold enough to come up and say, Mr. Rumley, you know, man, maybe we need to unleash Mr. Fox on him. And yeah. get, you know, pull the guilt strings a yeah. little bit. And you know, Mr. Yeah. Fox, I'm sure he's the same. He was such a genuine human, yeah. you know, like even as a high school student, I recognize that. Like, yeah. you weren't going to get anything fake from Mr. Sure. Fox, you know, sure. this is just who he was. And sure. he really seemed to care about us. Like, he was a great um, Bible teacher for senior year for us. Okay. Um, so yeah, good. He was one of my experiences. I had Mrs. Howder, um, for science. She was just, I remember in her classes, like one, she always was faithfully prayed for us every morning or every day. And when the, I remember as a, coming from a public school, you know, the kids would raise their hand and they would say, I have an unspoken. Mm -hmm. And I thought, what is an unspoken? (laughs) You know, I was just in such a new environment. Um, I quickly learned what that was. And, um, yeah, she was very faithful in praying for us, and I knew that she cared, and she was a very good teacher. Her physics class was hard. Sure, yeah. I, I still hear that from students today, so not, not everything <laughs> I did not go it. into physics when I went to college. Sure, sure. Not because she didn't teach it well, but because it was hard. <laughs> sure, sure. It's not everyone's spiritual calling, that's yes. for sure. Yes. Okay, so Mr. Fox and Mrs. Mm-hmm. Howder made some impact on yes. you. It's, yes, It's a blessing just to see... Uh, how so many teachers just seem called to PCS yeah. and they've been here for, uh, I just can't imagine the, literally the thousands of, of summers out there yeah. who've been impacted by sure. um, um, these teachers. And, and so, go as, for it. Sorry, yeah. and as a high school student, you don't notice it or you don't say anything mm-hmm. or you don't um, recognize that stuff. It's when you're looking back on life and when you're evaluating and when you're thinking about things. That was one thing I told Mrs. Wheely, you know, looking back on my education at PCS. It be, the environment became my church. There's just no other way for me to describe it in the fact that it was my community. It was my faith community. It's where I found God, recognized God, and really desired to live for God awesome. here. You know, like the seeds were kind of there planted. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. It well, was... fantastic. Let's explore that a little more because mm-hmm. I think I heard you reference when you came in. And it sounds like you were, you were raised in church, you know, yes. and et cetera, and come from a good Christian family. But it sounds like when you came into high school, um, I'm not sure if I heard you correctly. Would you say that you wouldn't necessarily um, necessarily have been saved? And then by the end of senior year, you really got to know Christ. Uh, maybe walk me through, if you could, some of those moments when you reflect on your time at high school. What were some of those big moments where you would say, um, you know, here is where I met Christ. This was a moment where the Spirit was really working on me. So that's pretty big, coming in freshman year and then leaving senior year where you're admitting to teachers you cheated. And yeah. That's a pretty big, pretty big change, right? Yeah, so, it was. So walk us through a little bit of that journey. Yeah, so I remember my, I think it was my freshman or sophomore year, I was kind of part of the really popular group of sure. girls. And we would sit at lunch and really talk about people, you know, mm-hmm. just like, did you see what she's wearing? Blah, blah, blah. Gossip, gossip, gossip. Talk, talk, talk. And a friend of ours, a real close friend of mine, her name was Leah. She went actually on a mission trip with Mrs. Howder. I think it was, if I remember correctly, they went to Russia. And she came back transformed. Like her sophomore year, it was like, that was a very life-changing trip for her. Um, And so we were sitting at the lunch table on that first day she got back. And I remember her looking at us and she said, I don't want to talk negative about people anymore. Like, I don't want to sit at lunch and I don't want to speak negatively and I don't want to gossip about people anymore and I don't want to talk negative. As a sophomore, I remember sitting there thinking, oh, okay. 
And we all just kind of looked at each other and it was dead silent. Like, and I think the entire lunch, there was not a word spoken. Because I remember sitting thinking, I want to say something. But in my mind, I thought, I can't say that. That's talking about someone. And it was like, I couldn't, like everything I want to say, I couldn't say it or like whatever. And I think she really led our group into part of that transformation process in God. So, and then we had my junior year, there was a big revival. I don't know if they talk about it. Yeah, I think Mr. Schlick has mentioned it a little bit. Yeah, it was like upended the school. So you were right in the thick of that. I was right in the thick of that. So that first Monday of Spiritual Emphasis Week, I was sitting at, tell me if I'm telling too much information. No, you're good. good. I love it. You can edit. (laughs) So I was sitting in the um, gym and it was the first day of Spiritual Emphasis Week. And the guy came and spoke like they always do. Mm-hmm. Same old chapel, same old thing. And he did like a come up in front if you want to yeah. give your life to God, kind of a Monday thing. And I felt like the universe stopped. Mm-hmm. Like there's no other way for me to describe it. It was like time stopped and God spoke to my soul and mm-hmm. said, it is time for you to get up and it is time for you to go down front. And I thought, there is no way that I am going to get up in front of all of my friends yeah. and do that. Like, I was like, Jesus, there's no way you're not going to make me do this. And then God just, again, like just that irresistible yeah. grace, yep. right? Sure. Spoke to my heart again. He said, it's time to get up. So I picked the senior guy, like that one popular, everybody thinks he's cool. Sure. That guy. Okay. Like. Prom king. I don't even know. There was, sure. We don't have prom here, but you know sure. what I mean. Yeah. Spring break. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. We'll roll with it. <laughs> that guy. The king. Yeah, yeah, that guy. The, the sports guy drove sure. the best car. Everyone liked him. And yeah. I was like, if he goes up front and does gives his life to God, I will go up front and give my life wow. to God. I did. And that man, that or not man, well, he's a man now, but yeah. that kid, he stood up and he went. Like, okay. almost instantly after sure. I prayed it, he went. Sure. And I was like, Okay, it's my time. So I get up. And I would say that was probably my, like, salvation experience. That's when I got saved. I kind of have that moment. Um, And then I remember, I think it was Mrs. – I think it was Jenny Schlick. Someone came up to me because, like, a group of people kind of – we all kind of gave our life to the Lord that day. And someone came up to me and said, if Summer Rushley can go up and give her life to God, then I can go up and give my life to God. So I think there was a lot of, like, that ripple effect. Yeah, and so I was part of that whole experience, and I really uh, knew I experienced God that day. Sure. I got saved that day, so that was, yeah, junior year. I think it's like February 11th, I would say. February 11th. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Fantastic. And then I, you know, wouldn't say that everything was, like, perfect and wonderful and great, minus confessing my cheating scandal. Sure. But, um... I just had always grown from that moment. Okay. So Wow, fantastic. I appreciate you sharing that. That is so interesting. And then right here at PCS, that's amazing. Yeah. I think it just goes to show, once again, even from myself, uh, just, you know, it's my second year here at PCS, mm-hmm. coming from an outsider's perspective. It's just amazing to hear what the Spirit is doing through Christian yeah. Ed, yes. through the Christian school. Yeah. Um, and just imagine how many other summers are out there for sure who uh, don't get the chance to come on the Mm -hmm. ever so popular anchor show you know and share their story and i just i'm sure you have thousands i do i do i know at least my mom was 
So I'm sure she's enjoying this. But, you know, I, I know, like, you know, Mr. Slick, Mrs. Howard, or Mr. Mm-hmm. Fox would be so encouraged. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. You know, just, just hearing stories like this. And it's just so unique because, obviously, if you uh, stayed at the school you were originally going to go to, there mm-hmm. wouldn't have been a spiritual emphasis mm-hmm. week. Um, obviously, God providentially would work things the way he chose. Yeah. But it's like, wow, here every year at PCS, obviously, we we have Bible class every day. Mm-hmm. We have chapels every week. But every year, we have this emphasis week mm-hmm. uh, where so many students get to hear the gospel with clarity. And mm-hmm. um, it's just a joy to hear uh, and to see and listen to you to see how the Spirit is working that yeah. out in your life. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, so let's see here, Summer. What else do I want to ask you while I have you? So... Um, tell me a little bit about, so you, you, you obviously graduated PCS. We eventually got out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tell me about maybe your family, where you're at now. And, uh, I think you said that there might be, uh, some, uh, other people, you know, joining us here at PCS in the elementary school. Yes. Yeah, so I graduated, went to college, got involved in the campus ministry, was really involved in that when I was at U of I, um, and led Bible studies, taught Sunday school, um, you know, was part of like a leadership team there, mm-hmm. uh, really grew in my faith in that congregation and in that church. And then my husband and I got married um, and my husband and I moved back to the Peoria area and we have five kids that are going to be coming. So Mr. Fox, Mrs. Howder, Mrs. Anderson, uh, Mr. Slick cannot retire <laughs> until all five of my kids there you go. Amen. Graduated Amen. and are sure. walking faithfully with the Lord. Amen. Amen. I'm sure they're <laughs> going to love to hear that. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's great. My oldest great. is six. So okay. so they've got some. Okay. Fantastic. Well, it's it's encouraging, too, to see, you know, how the Lord had, has used PCS in your life mm-hmm. and how now we're seeing the next generation, yeah. right? Yeah. And just you see this generational impact. Yes. Yes. Um, and obviously the Lord did a lot just through you from freshman through senior year. Yes. I can only imagine that if, if the Lord uh, is going to have uh, your five little ones start in uh, kindergarten or even pre-K mm-hmm. and come all the way up through uh, senior year. They'll eventually get Mr. Slick and Miss A because they'll still be yeah, here. Still uh, amen. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, right. But you see, what could God uh, do in that 12 years, right, mm-hmm. of just mm-hmm. that formation and, and spiritual formation there, Summer? Um, it's amazing. I'm encouraged by that. Um, wow, time flies. We're already almost at 20 minutes. Um, that's amazing. I'm sure we could go uh, for a lot longer. But um, Summer, I have one more question for you. And sure. then um, anything else that's on your mind? Um, and maybe your husband would be like, oh, Mr. Rumley, don't do this. But you can have the <laughs> mic for yourself and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see how long we go. My definitely say that. Yeah, like, Mr. Rumley, that was the worst question <laughs> you could have asked. He's her. shaking his head right <laughs> now listening to us. <laughs> Um, but so I guess the last question I have for you specifically is let's say there's a, a parent listening or there's someone who's going to hear this that is kind of weighing the options and thinking, um, is Christian education worth it sure. for my family? Yeah. Um, what would be some advice or insight you would give to that parent who's wrestling with that? So I, um, it's funny because I did wrestle with this as we were considering, because I know that Christian education is not the end all be all, right? Like Jesus is the end all be all. And some families can go to public education, and um, that is where their family is called to be, I think. Because if we take all the Christians out of public education, then there's no more salt in a place that needs some salt, and there's no more light in a place that needs some light. So, But if you're thinking about sending your children here, what I would think, or what I wrestled with was, um, I wanted to give my kids the opportunity to uh, be in a place where they could 
be more encouraged to choose the right thing or a good thing, you know? So I felt like when I was here, I just had so many people around me that when I did make the right choices, it was the majority of people would say that was a good choice that you made versus like being the minority. So in public education or, you know, or just in a different environment, like you're more encouraged to make the wrong choice. Here, I was more encouraged to make the right choice. So as a parent, I have five children and there's just no way on God's earth that I'm going to be able to do everything to raise my children right, knowing who I am and all the mistakes I make. So I wanted to give them every opportunity to make good and right choices. And I know that I need the village. Like I really need the village. And I was like thinking about all my mentors or all those like teachers that were all around me that were positive and good examples. And even though at the time I didn't recognize it, it was so there strong, like profoundly there. It's like thick, you know? And I thought, I want that for my kids. Like I want them to be in an environment every single day where if given the choice to make a good choice or a bad choice, they have people around them that encourage them in every way to make a good choice. Um, so, and I need the village. I, I, I need people to help me raise my children. So, sure, sure. <laughs> amen. Right, the body of Christ. Yes. And, uh, I love what you said there because I know even part of our mission here at PCS is to partner with mm-hmm. the the home and partner with the local church mm-hmm. and. Um, now, as we talked earlier, I only have a cat. I don't have any kids yet. <laughs> but even as I just kind of put myself in your shoes and think that through, and man, the idea that the Lord has entrusted you with five little ones, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously I'm sure the church you're plugged into does great, mm-hmm. and you know they don't get them five days a week. And I'm sure mm-hmm. you and your husband do an amazing job parenting, right? But like you we guys... don't, we don't. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, thankfully there is grace, and the, the, the good <laughs> yeah. Lord will. Well, help the cause. I know. But it's like, man, what an encouragement yeah. to think that um, as your kids are at PCS, that uh, they're being reinforced with the truth you're teaching them, mm-hmm. the truth your church is teaching them, and that whether they turn to their pastor or their mom or their teacher, mm-hmm. they're going to have people covering them in prayer yes. and just helping them walk through those things. And yes. uh, just think about your answer. That's so invaluable and priceless yes. 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 Um, as they grow up. Yep. Absolutely. Well, uh, Summer, that was the last question I had for okay. you. So if there's um, anything else on, on your heart or your mind that you would uh, like to chat about, we certainly can. Otherwise, we are uh, coming up on 23 minutes in. So we're already three minutes over the normal uh, amount I usually shoot for. But I really uh, don't have anything, I okay. promise. I just, oh, one thing I probably would say is just thank you to, I might get tearful, but to all my teachers and... Um, People that invested in me before I was willing to invest in myself. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the gospel. You know, it's what God did for us. He gave his son before we even knew we needed his son. And I feel like they did that for me. And they gave me a lot. And I appreciate that much. So thank you to all you teachers out there that give every single day. And it probably is exhausting. And I can't even imagine being (laughs) in a school. But um, and I remember one of my teachers saying, like, you know, this is our calling and we could get paid more as a manager at McDonald's than like teaching you guys, you know. And I remember like thinking, wow, that is a commitment. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, sure. So I appreciate that. We appreciate that. And this was one life changed. All glory to God. But 
I'm sure it was through your sacrifice. So Amen. <laughs> well, I know they will love to hear mm-hmm. uh, that testimony and that thankfulness you just shared. And Summer, this is why she wanted to have you on the show. Uh, because... <laughs> Seriously, we love, and I know I'm still new to to the PCS family and getting plugged in, but I can tell um, that everyone here has a passion to hear of alumni serving the Lord. And just as you brought up the idea that even while in school, and I know the teachers who've been here for many years can testify this uh, to this, that they may not fully realize uh, the benefit they're yeah. getting here and the priceless value yeah. of people pouring in. But yeah. and as you point out, just as you went through your time even after school you look back and just man it's amazing what the lord has done yes so uh, summer i appreciate you taking some time out of your busy day uh i know with with your family and your job you you probably don't have a ton of free time but i'm glad we could steal you uh for a little while and hear some of your story Mm -hmm. and and yeah i want to thank you for tuning in uh today to anchored and i hope you were encouraged uh, by Summer's story, and I know that there's a lot of alumni and other people tuning in, and we'd love to hear your story uh, as well. So feel free to reach out to us here at the school, and I'd love to hear what the Lord is doing in your life. But I am thankful uh, that God has us here in Peoria and that there are still students filling our halls, and we can hear hymns being sung in chapel. We can hear prayers being said in our classrooms and scripture being opened Uh, on a daily basis in our Bible class. And the Lord is doing some amazing things in the halls of PCS. And what a privilege it is that I get a front row seat uh, to it all, um, as we heard uh, even from stories like Summer. So uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will have another episode coming out here soon. So I'm looking forward to seeing you next time on Anchor.